0: Hello, good morning, good evening. How is everybody doing? Merry Christmas. It has... We just passed Christmas, so it's... The Christmas celebrations are kind of over. But uh, the Christmas spirit is not. Because we are moving into New Year's. And New Year's is all about new resolutions. Whereas Christmas is more about our family. And our loved ones and spending time with gifts new years is a time of new beginnings and resolutions and you know setting goals and intentions and i thought it would be really really interesting for today's episode to actually explore a little bit the origins of christmas and the origins of new year as we're going to talk about the origin generally of the celebration around this time back then the germanic branches or the origin original germanic people would call that period yule most of you must have heard that name uh and i personally have heard it from christmas songs actually that they refer refer into yule yule time and um I never actually really paid any attention or I never really looked it up I kind of for some reason when I was little I kind of thought it was like a plant or something like a like mistletoe or something similar to that like we have Yule as well which is not and I was greatly mistaken Um, but because I like to educate myself uh, I just looked it up one day and I figured out what Yule is And I was very much surprised, actually, because Yule originally is an ancient word to call Christmas. So that means that Yule and Christmas basically are the same thing. But Christmas is kind of like one day, whereas Yule is the whole season uh, from 21st of December until 6 or 7 for Greek people of January because... I believe it's in the 7th of January in Greece. We have the celebration of the lights um, as Christians. And that is also a pagan belief. Uh, we're we're going to talk about a lot of things. But we are generally going to show and understand how pagan beliefs have worked their way into Christmas and Christian beliefs. And even though Christianity a long time ago wanted to ban pagans and like destroy them or extinguish them, their traditions still stand today. There is uh, There are a lot of reasons why this happened, uh, but we're not going to explore the history um, aspect of it. I'm not going to ex- exactly explain how those two became as one. But the thing is that even though Christianity wanted to get uh, rid of any pagan tradition they didn't even know that they were actually doing pagan traditions so that's really interesting to me now that we know that the meaning of Yule let's see why did they start celebrating from the 21st of December until the 6th of January 7th 6th 7th of January So the reason they did this is because on the 21st of December, we have discussed this in the uh, Great Conjunction podcast as well. If you want to go and listen to that, it's very interesting. And I actually, side note, I saw a lot of people have heard this episode. I I really saw that it got uh, great attention. So I'm really grateful for all of you guys uh, for listening. I hope you really enjoyed that. But we mentioned that around that time, like on the 21st of December, we have the winter solstice. The winter solstice is the smallest or shortest day of the year. And it's the time where the sun begins, like up until now, the days were becoming shorter and shorter. From the 21st onwards, we have the darkest days. Like the shortest days, not darkest days, the shortest days. But at the same time, that day becomes to um, becomes longer and longer uh, by little. Every day, little by little, but it's still happening. So that's when it starts. So the, the shortest day is on the 21st of December. And then we start having longer and longer days again, uh, slowly but steadily. Now, the reason they started celebrating around that time Firstly, it was because it was a very scary time and you have to understand you're back in a time like archaic times Uh, and it was winter, it was cold, it was dark, the days were really short and you couldn't stay outside a lot because you didn't have a lot of hours to hunt, a lot of hours to do your work. So a lot of people would spend time together indoors because it was really cold with fires trying to call the light in so what they would do all the celebrations around yule that i've found and i've researched have to do with the solar energy and how they believed that they were bringing the light in and they were attracting the light towards them um for the days to become bigger and bigger so we can understand that this is pagan Christmas now I want to add a disclaimer here I'm not pagan I do not identify myself as a pagan I actually do not identify myself with any spiritual beliefs I'm just a spiritual person that has Christian ethics let's leave it at that but uh yeah like Chris like Yule is the pagan Christmas so what they would do is exactly what we do during the time right now, but because a lot of those traditions have just become like Christmas traditions, and we just see them and do not think anything else of them. Just we we just think, oh, that's that's Christmassy. We we do not associate any of those old traditions because they are very old traditions to the their actual meaning and to their their purpose of those people back then doing it. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about the traditions that we have today for Christmas and the traditions that they used to have. So they're not so different. We just have to remember that most probably for them, Christ was not born yet. Or if if we if, if he was and we did have Christianity around, um, they they were kind of mixed around. So what they would celebrate was a two-week period, three-week period time um, compared to the two weeks that we have right now and the one only celebration specifically on the 25th of December. They would generally uh, gather together, as I said before, around the 21st of December. They would have um, feasts. They would have actual sacrifices of, of animals that they brought to the king or to the place that they would all gather, and they would sacrifice those animals, uh, skin them, and eat them. And that is actual the first, actually the first feast that we have as the Christmas feast that we have today. Now, the Christmas feast for them, or the Yule feast, was more with whatever they had gathered or um breeded during the the previous months for the winter so they would eat any nuts any uh fruits anything that they were able to gather um during the summer and spring times it was the time for them to consume them so it wasn't a just a specific food um or a specific tradition for a specific place like we have today like the turkey or most people actually do pork or turkey during christmas um they they would they would do whatever they would actually whatever was food edible and they had it they would bless it thank it give it gratitude and eat it because it was um the hardest harshest times of the year and of course you need to understand or we We all understand and we know that in winter or during winter, you're not able to grow most foods. So it was hard for them to find food during that time. They had to prepare. So that's what they did. And that's why we have the huge feast uh, that we have during the Christmas time. Because it was their huge feast that they had to have all together. They all brought food um, so they won't starve during the winter. Which is very, very fitting. Like you can see how that came in. you can you can see why and how that makes sense. and it's a, it's a tradition now. We all come together and eat all together during Christmas, and a lot of people do the same thing during New Year's with their families, at least where I'm from. So we have huge feasts around this time. Now, another huge thing about the Yule time is lights a lot a lot a lot of traditions Uh, and in europe right now i believe in the nordic countries if i'm not mistaken they still have traditions that have to do with candles and lights during the 21st of december now you you kind of see a theme here the pagan like the pagan christmas you would say is on the 21st instead of the 25th that we're actually celebrating it right now so um, I believe, though, I've read somewhere, if I'm not mistaken, I've read somewhere that the winter solstice back then was on the 25th because of a difference in the calendar. They didn't use Gregorian calendar. They used another calendar. And that is the reason why um, their their winter solstice fell on the 25th of December. So I think that is another reason why we have um, Christmas on the 25th of December that's another fun thing to think about, actually. Now that I, I've done this side note, and I was, I, I did not actually intend to talk about that. It, it's not even in my notes. But moving on to my notes, um, I wanted to talk about the light and how it is a huge, huge part of the winter winter solstice and Yule time. It's all about the lights. I've seen uh, many YouTubers. There's one... Um, what was her name? Uh, I, I, I can't remember right now, but she is Swedish. She has amazing photography skills. She is beautiful. She's amazing. And she is doing like the the Christmas lights um, celebration, whatever, whatever. And it's so, so beautiful. If you haven't seen it, just Google, uh, like search it on YouTube. It, it actually um, is something to look at. She has placed. On her head if I'm not mistaken like a lot of candles so she had made like a crown of candles and she's holding candles if I'm not mistaken and she dances uh, in the woods which is really magical to look at and that's another celebration that they used to do at the time they would literally light a lot of candles um, trying to bring in the solar energy and and trying to make the days um, bigger And uh, that is also one of the reasons why we have Christmas lights right now. Because Germans, or Germanic branches at the time, they would also do that in their evergreen trees. That they would put in their houses. And we'll, we'll get to the evergreen trees and how that is the Christmas tree. But what they would do, they would go out and put on trees. I don't know exactly, you can look it up. I don't know exactly how they did that um but they would put candles on the trees so a lot of us have heard that the christmas lights came from somewhat of that traditions that they used to put candles on trees and you might have seen in like in cartoons now or in uh, paintings that instead of christmas lights they have candles on trees well that is because back um, in the very very early years germans or the germanic branches they actually did that they put candles and uh, usually and generally they would add this element into their house so it wasn't only that they would go out and dance under the candlelight um, during the very very long nights they would also bring inside their house the the fire they would burn a log which uh, is referred to as the yule log um, a lot of witch, witches or Wiccans or Pagan traditions, they would burn the log, they would infuse it with intentions, and then they would basically keep their ashes, and they would use those ashes for inten- intention magic or spells, just because they believed that th- this magic, this time was so powerful that um, the ashes were um, really yeah really powerful like they were really infused with uh, the the winter solstice energy now um i mentioned the evergreen trees and how they didn't only bring in their houses the light so they will invite the solar energy to flourish but they also brought the evergreen trees or anything basically that was green and grew all year round the reason for that, and the reason I'm saying that it grew all year round, is because they needed something to represent the abundance, the prosperity. Um, the The tree actually itself indicated that because it never died. It was evergreen. Uh, so that is one tradition that we kept. Now, a lot of people nowadays, they just buy a fake tree and they they celebrate with that tree back in the days of course they didn't have fake trees so all of them they would go out cut a tree and bring it into their home either in a bucket or with like preserved in a way like it was the only way that you could get a tree into your house it had to be a tree cut from outside so they would bring that energy from the outside inside and All the energy of the evergreen plants and the the plants that are all year round, they would bring them into their house. So, another tradition that it actually relates to that tradition is bringing any plant that um, stays for a long time into your house, like any plant, any herb, anything that um, lasts through winter. And is an all year round plant, which is in my area, for instance, because I live in Greece and we are having Christmas with uh, ten, twenty degrees weather. Uh, it is easy for me to do that. Like I have a lot of plants that I can actually keep all year round. And <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, sorry. I'm gonna drink some water because I'm losing my voice. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so as I was saying I have a lot of greens and I have uh, my small garden and my balcony as well as my garden in the backyard so that tradition for me is absolutely done because I do have a lot of plants I love plants and I find their energy is amazing so you should do that all year round. you should bring plants into your home all year round. And if you don't feel like, oh, I don't want a plant because I'm killing plants. Okay, then buy flowers. I, um, that's a complete side note here. But I figured out when I was in the Netherlands that when I had, when I went out, I bought some flowers for myself. And they didn't have to be expensive flowers, like just a small bouquet to put on um, my table That would change my energy so much because I would spend a lot of time in my living room or in my kitchen and I would look at those flowers and every time I looked at them, they they would just transform my energy. So flowers and plants are very, very, very huge during this time of the Yule. Now, I want to talk about something that I did not know and I figured it out during my research and I, I looked it up a little bit more because I... I've seen this and while I I was looking it up, I've seen this around Christmas time and people putting it as decorations but didn't know what it meant and a lot of you might have seen it around and as a lot of the traditions right now that we're talking about, we don't know their origins and that was one of them. So I was seeing a lot of people putting out um, dried out orange peels. Uh, Not peels, sorry, but orange slices. And the reason that they did that, it was because the orange was considered the fruit of the sun. So in that way, they would basically invite the solar energy in. So what they would do, they would take oranges, um, they would eat a lot of oranges during that time, something that I can do because I have an orange tree in the back of my garden and my father is basically giving me oranges every day and he's like drink drink eat oranges they are gonna go bad so oranges are really huge which I didn't know and I was really glad to find out and figure out uh, around this time so even if you drink them or eat them uh, it's a really good time to harvest their energy and harness their energy I don't know no harvest their energy um yeah uh, so oranges are really good to eat and drink around this time. And also what they would do, they would take the orange, cut it into slices and let it dry. Now you can do that in your home much faster than they could back then because you have ovens. And I've seen different ways you can do that online. So if you are interested in that, do your own research and look how you can actually cut your own slices and what is the best way to dry them on an ov- in an oven. And you can do a lot of things with uh, the orange slices. You can either like decorate your place, put them on your Christmas tree, um, go around and, you know, add them into your Christmas decorations. And now you actually know why they did that and why what does that mean because for me it always helps when I understand the tradition I understand why we're doing this or where it comes from and, and even though from a scientific point of view um trying to bring the solar energy and is not really happening like we know that the sun is always taking that is always making that cycle and we always you know have longer days after the the winter solstice so in a scientific point of view we understand that that's not doing anything like the sun will always shine a little bit brighter after christmas but we kind of for me traditions and symbolisms bring your intentions and attention to it So if you, for some reason, want to feel connected to the sun's energy, it is a really good way to actually do that. If you now associate, let's say, as I do, oranges with the solar energy. That is a whole side note. And it is a side note of, okay, yes, these traditions are very old, and we need to understand where they came from. But not because we really believe them for what they used to but because we understand the power of intentions behind it or at least that's how I see it. Now moving on, big colors during this time and you most probably know why and which ones there are is green, red and um, gold. So it is the time of the year which we use those color the, the colors the most. If you ever wondered why those colors are around during Christmas times, that is the reason why. Because pagan believed that they were the colors of of Yule. They were the colors of um, winter. Um, I want to say Christmas all the time, but Yule is Christmas. Anyways, there are the colors of winter. So if you if you have a Christmas tree, it's best to actually. Uh, make it red, green, or gold. Now, I don't know how you can make a green tree green, so I would suggest you actually put red um, Christmas balls around the, the tree and maybe gold ones and gold lights. I never liked white lights on a Christmas tree, by the way, or colorful ones. I always preferred solid golden lights. I love them. Now, You see, so far we have talked about a few things, we have talked about a few traditions. We can understand how those traditions came to be. We see how those traditions came and affected how Christmas looks today. And it hasn't only affected Christians, but it affects the whole world. Christmas is a whole worldwide tradition right now they celebrate it in asia they celebrate it in america they celebrate it everywhere all around the world it doesn't matter where you are and it doesn't matter if you're christian or not that's another cool thing with christmas that it has become a little bit of a worldwide tradition you don't necessarily need to be christian to you know put up a christmas tree and celebrate uh that time of the year and that comes from from the Yule perspective of Christmas. It wasn't a celebration created or resignated from Christianity. Let's say like Easter. Which we will get to that at some point. I'm sure it has pagan um, <laughs> associations as well. But Easter is a more Christian tradition. It's a It's a tradition that you will not see it celebrated outside of Christians. But Christmas is a tradition that you see celebrated around the world. And it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. So we can see that this is also um, a way of thinking of the olden times. Olden? Older times? (laughs) Anyways, so people just came together and celebrated the winter and celebrated that, that really dark time and it didn't matter where they came from or what the background was. So it's really cool that we have this continuation of this tradition. That is a really good um, aspect of Yule. So we talked a little bit about the colors of the seasons and I want to add a little bit of a side note that it is a really good time to actually wear also the colors. Not only decorate your house or your tree with those colors, But it is also very powerful to wear those colors yourself. Um, And it doesn't need to be like a very eccentric piece. Or it doesn't need. And nobody needs to know why you're doing this. But it's also a nice tradition. Like wear a red sweater or a green one. Or red socks. Or one red sock and one green one. Or Christmas socks. Whatever has the Christmas colors on them. Get into the spirit. You know. Like that's, that's my most. Like that's. Uh, what gets me going get into the spirit it doesn't matter if you celebrate christmas yule or whatever you celebrate get into the spirit so another thing that i wanted to talk about for my witches or wizards out there i don't like calling them witches but whoever practices a little bit of um magic or spirituality with magic or whatever you practice if you have an altar with elements or an altar that you use a a more sacred space for you it is a really good time to actually decorate your altar with um, the christmas spirit or the yule spirit which indicates adding any of the objects we talked about before like evergreens or the colors of christmas anything that reminds you of yule even like orange slices, anything. I've, a lot of things that there are a lot of things that you can do with your altar and changing it from season to season is one thing you should do or at least decorate it a little bit to go along with uh, the times. So if you do, if you are like me and you do have a la- an altar, um, Decorated for Christmas, decorated for Yule, it's gonna energize it and it's gonna bring a new energy around that space. I personally had found some pine trees. Like, I was biking the other day and it was right in front of me, like a huge brunch of uh, a pine tree I have out of my house just fell. And I just took it as a sign. And I took it and I made a beautiful, I made like. Beautiful decorations on my altar with that pine tree. So think about that. Maybe you can bring actual pines, anything that you can find that you can decorate your altar with during that time, just to remind you, just to bring the energy and the spirit of Yule, of Christmas. Now you can see the celebration of Yule is all about bringing the energy, the solar energy, closer. So the the main thing that we talked about is them trying to make the days bigger as we know they would become anyways, but they're trying to harvest an, as much of the solar energy as they can because they don't have it, uh, a lot of that energy around this time. So a lot of people is the reason that they feel depressed around um, Christmas or winter, seasonal d- depression we call it, and my advice for it go 15 minutes outside in the sun you don't need more than 15 minutes the sun is very important for our psychology and our bodies and the ancient people knew that and they tried to celebrate it and bring it into their homes as much as they can as much as they could and even though they the the candle is not the same as the sun and we know that now um They still believe that they they took a part of the sun into their houses. And they celebrated that. So I find that beautiful. Now, the other polarity that plays a lot in the time of Yule is dark and light. We have talked about the solar energies, but if we think a little bit more about them is how the, the balance between light and dark is handled basically it's i've I've read that the two gods of darkness and light that were fighting and uh, around that time around the winter solstice and it was who is gonna win and even though we do not really um go into that belief of the two gods fighting right now because we understand again the turning of the planets and how the sun works but we understand that it's a uh, an energetic polarity between light and darkness. Uh, The darkness has taken over right now, slowly but steadily after summer, and now we're getting back into the more, um, the the light part. We're going into the, the light side, the good side, as a lot of people call it. I don't like to call light and dark as good and bad because it is the same phase of a whole. It's like when... We have nighttime on one part of the earth and daytime on the other. It doesn't mean that it's different because it's dark. It's just the same thing, just in a different aspect, just in a different lighting. Um, so it's not about good and bad, but if we talk about light and e- uh, light and dark, um, it always comes into play that polarity as well of good and evil good and bad and that energy so that is also the reason why people try to tip the scale around that time and be a little bit kinder to people around them be nice everybody during um christmas time is talking about how you need to give to other people and be more nice and um go do philanthropic causes everything everything that they can help they tell you to do it on christmas time And a lot of people say yeah well you don't do it all year round why do it now other people will say well once a year is better than never it doesn't matter what your your belief is in that but the understanding of the tradition behind the good aspect of Christmas is because of the polarities of light and dark. They wanted to invite light and they wanted to invite good. They wanted to invite the the higher energies than their lower, uh, because that was the time that light came in again. So the balance is a huge thing around this time. Balancing The energy is balancing right and left, balancing light and dark. Now another thing I wanted to mention, now that we talked a little bit about the balance and light and dark, another thing that they did and is a tradition that is kept until today is they used to set their intention. Something I didn't mention is that the winter solstice basically indicated the beginning of the new year for them. It wasn't exactly new years, but they counted their year in seasons, so they would basically start the year from winter onwards. So their their winter solstice or the, the yule time was the, the new year's season as it is today you see that the celebrations have become 25th of December. So for them, it, it would also be around the 25th of December because as we said before, that was their Christmas time, their uh, their winter solstice time, sorry. Um, so we can see that around that time, it was also their New Year. so they would basically celebrate and set intentions for the year ahead. And what they would do is altogether they would gather up, they would either write intentions or set intentions into the fire. Now, I don't believe that pen and paper were widely available back then or that everybody could write. So I do believe that they would generally sit around the fire in a meditative state. I'm not saying they meditated, but they were setting intentions around that time around fire. So another thing that has um, become a thing for pagans, neo-pagans, like pagans nowadays, or people that are still practicing all traditions, is that they, they write their intentions on a piece of paper. They put it under either an orange slice, I've seen that a lot, or crystals, or they burn it. And I think that's my favorite way of setting out intentions. I feel like burning, I've talked about it in previous episodes, I feel like burning the intentions actually um, intensify the power of the intentions. So you actually are getting more power out of what you want to achieve and accomplish. And more drive, let's say, more fiery, assertive energy. So another good thing to do around that time, around the New Year's that we're setting intentions and our New Year resolutions is write down your New Year resolutions on a piece of paper and burn them this year. Just see how that will work out for you. Let's see if the universe will listen louder. Um, You will will be heard louder, sorry, to the universe this time. One thing I also wanted to mention is it is a great, great time for any of you that are into the spiritual um, path or teachings and you meditate and you set intentions and you do all that light work is actually do some solar work. We talk a lot about shadow work and how we should do shadow work, but we should also do solar work. It's completely different, but it's kind of the polar opposite word wise. Because the solar work would suggest that you would go out and meditate in the sun. Wherever that may be, maybe in a sunny balcony, maybe in your Taurus, it may be in in a, on the mountain. You just go for a hike and you you sit somewhere and meditate, or on the beach. It doesn't matter, but go outside for fifteen minute minutes at least and meditate. Um, that does wonders for your body, it rejuvenates your energy and um, let's not forget that the sun is our solar, our universal father. Um, As I like to say that without the water or without the sun, we wouldn't be here in this planet. These two energies are the main ingredients that we need to uh, be born and be fed and kept alive so I believe that the water is our universal mother and the sun is our universal father. That's why sometimes we do need to pay our respects to our universal father. Go out and meditate. Let the the rays of the, the sun warm you up inside. I know in a lot of places right now it's really cold. And you most probably don't even want to go outside. But... Again, a little. You don't need to be out there for long. Just let the rays of the the sun, like, flow through your body into your face and warm you up. And because I was just now thinking about it, like, a lot of countries are not like where I'm at right now. I used to live in the Netherlands, and the Netherlands is a very dim country. They don't have that much sunlight, but the sun, whenever it's beaming, it's so strong. Um, so, really, I would suggest if you are in a country that it doesn't have that much of a sunlight, whenever you see the sun shining, go outside. I know, I know that a lot of people in the UK, for instance, they do that. Whenever they see the sun, they go outside no matter what. You just get a little bit of sun. Be like the British. Get more sun into your system. Whenever you see that um, a little bit of sun is coming up, go out. Again, I'm blessed. I live in a time zone. I live in a in a place where light is abundant, and we have most year around. We have light. I look outside my window right now. It's beaming. Um, so I'm very lucky with that but i know that not everybody is so that is another reason why those people used to back then to continue the topic of yule and to return back a little bit to the topic and uh, that's why people back then used to do solar work and go out and get as much of these sun rays as they could they believed it was very important for them they actually because pecans are all about nature and all about the power of the earth they truly believe that the sun is a very powerful entity uh something that is nourishing them and they were not wrong actually they were right with that we know all about the bad aspects of the sun but the sun actually has a lot of um good things that does to the body so it's very important as well to get some of it now i believe i have wrapped things up a little bit i have talked um about how we have christmas celebrations today And I want to believe that you have a better understanding of the traditions we have today and why we have them, why we do them the way we do. Maybe next time you'll see a Christmas tree, you'll think of those people that used to go out and cut the trees every year um, and just to bring some evergreen into their house. All those smells. Oh my God. I never had... um, that's one of the things I want to do but I never had a real Christmas tree like a fresh Christmas tree in my house I always wanted that's my biggest thing one Christmas I want to do it and if I enjoy it if if I think it's something I can sustain I will do it every year but I want to just have one Christmas with that beautiful smell of the Christmas tree in the house I don't know um it must be amazing anyway so yeah next time you see a Christmas tree, maybe you'll think about the the prosperity and health happiness that the evergreen trees bring Um, you will understand why we have Christmas lights all around and lights are a huge thing around that time Um, anything that has to do with candles light as many candles as you can around this time it's really good Uh, Sorry if that sounded weird. Uh, It's really good to send intentions with the candles. Think of it as every time a candle burns, whatever you think or whatever you say gives power to that candle. Your energy gives power to that candle and it basically translates anything you want to the big guy upstairs. Whoever he is or she is. (laughs) But, um... Again, we talked also about why intentions are set around that time, how that came to be and why we're all kind around this time of year, the balance between the light and the dark. It's, for me, it's really interesting and because Christmas just passed and it's Saturday and I needed to have a new podcast for you guys, I thought we would talk a little bit more the Christmas celebrations and where did these Christmas celebrations came from I really really hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, again we're not close to the hour mark but we're almost there um, I, bo- I, I feel like those podcasts are becoming even shorter and shorter I'm going to fix that issue actually don't worry <laughs> if you enjoy this um, and you want to hear more of my voice I will try to make my hour-long podcast as i usually do uh maybe next time so if you want to hear that please follow i would love to see you around um you you're becoming more and more in this family and i cannot tell you how much i appreciate you so if you heard so far you're the best i really appreciate you so i hope you have amazing christmas celebrations and new year celebrations i wish all the best wishes for all of you prosperity happiness productivity anything you want in your life um and the ability to manifest it i i wish it all upon all of you um and i'll see you all next time thank you so so much bye